0: Greetings family and friends thank you for tuning in today I have a word from the Lord that I'd like to share with you bring your spirits in alignment with the Spirit of the Lord for the Word of God says where the Spirit of the Lord is there is Liberty the Lord dropped a word in my spirit a Rama word for those who are listening Because God knows and he knew who would listen to this today, tomorrow, a year from now. This word is regarding God's timing. God's timing. It's really important that we don't miss God's timing. The word of God says there is a time and a season for all things. So, when it comes to time, time is an important element uh, that the human race deals with on a daily basis sun up, sundown, and everything that happens in between and overnight time. The clock is ticking on so many things on the days of our lives, the seconds, the minutes, the moments that we have left to enjoy just being single being married being childless being on a job being in school being a child there's a time and a season for all things let's cherish where we are right now because there are lessons to be learned and if we don't learn the lessons of the now we'll have to repeat those lessons, those classes, those learning sessions in the future until we get it and get it right. More important than all those things I just spoke of, which pertain to the natural mostly, I'd like to speak about the timing of God, the spiritual timing of God when it comes to his move, his will, his direction for our lives. When we hear his voice, being able to quickly obey him, because we're so familiar with his voice that we don't hesitate, we don't delay, we move quickly, knowing that whatever he tells us to do, we do it. There are times when that happens and there's no time to explain to someone else why we do what we do. But we do know that we've heard from God and we move according to what he has said. The scripture says when Jacob wrestled with the angel, he wrestled all night long. And the commentary from the man, the natural man, was that surely God was in this place and I didn't know it. You have been in situations where God was present where you entertain angels unawares, where things were happening supernaturally and God is moving by his spirit in such an awesome and and supernatural way that you miss him. He was there to do it for you. His answer to prayer was right there in front of your face. The wisdom that you sought, the answer, the direction, whatever it was that you were seeking was right there. Surely God was in this place and you missed him. The miracle was right there. The healing was right there. The, 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 the wonder working power of God was right there to do it for you. And you missed him. You missed him. You missed him. People, this is a time to be sensitive to the Spirit of God, to be discerning of his way, his will, his word, understanding and discerning the times that we're in so we don't miss God. Surely, the Lord was in this place and we didn't know it. There have been men and women that have walked in your room, in your place, in your presence, and you didn't recognize the power of God in them. And you missed your opportunity to receive from that fountain that flowed from heaven through that person to get the answer that you desired because you didn't discern detect understand acknowledge even the spirit of god the anointing of god upon that vessel surely the lord was in this place and we didn't know it People of God, as never before, we need to walk reverently. We need to walk in the Word of God, expecting the fulfillment of the promises of God. When God says He will pour out His Spirit upon all flesh, He means all flesh. We have to stop looking in one direction and get our eyes on the Lord. Stop looking to man and get your eyes on Jesus. Man is mortal flesh. He is a vessel that God will use. But God will use you if you allow him to do so. He will allow you to speak a word of life that changes the very destiny Of the person that you speak to that was about to die. But you spoke a word that transformed their life so supernaturally that what they were going to do, they couldn't do it anymore. They dropped their sword, their gun, their attitude changed, their countenance changed. And God penetrated what was a heart of stone and transformed it into a lump of clay that he could use. Missing God, missing God, missing an opportunity to let him use you, missing an opportunity to open up your mouth when you hear him speaking and Satan has put a stopper in your mouth And out of fear, you say nothing. The life you save may be your own. Speak up and let God use you in this hour. He's using anybody and everybody that's willing to be used by him. It does not matter your title, your position. It doesn't matter your geographic location. It doesn't matter whether you're Pentecostal or Catholic or Baptist or whatever the denominational tie may be. All he wants is a vessel that he can use. Black, white, rich, poor, young, old, it makes no difference. Just a willing vessel that's saying, Lord, use me. Here are my hands. Use me to touch somebody's life in a real positive, God-ordained way. Here's my heart. Use it to fill it full of your love so that those who are hurting around me, in my neighborhood, my community, my city, my nation can feel the heart of god flowing they can be touched indelibly by the hand of god knowing that it's very god it's supernaturally happening to them this transformation this metamorphosis this complete change that has been orchestrated by god and he's using you as an instrument in his hands to make it happen Use my feet, Lord. Lead me in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. To the jails, to the prisons, to the nursing homes, to the streets, to the foreign borders, to the places where people are hurting, to the desperate, the dying, the sick. Lead me there. Use me to lay hands upon these that they would recover from all that the enemy has put upon them. Use my voice, that my voice would be an instrument of your peace to change the heart and the life of the one that's so hell-bent on doing evil. Use me, Lord. Surely God is in this place and he wants to use you don't miss his timing don't miss this season don't miss the outpouring of his spirit upon all flesh All across this world and this nation, God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. Get in the flow. Get in the river that shall none. It shall never run dry under the fountain that shall never run dry because God wants to use you in his kingdom to bring souls out of the darkness that they're in into his marvelous light. Surely, God is in this place and we don't even realize it. He's in the stores that you walk in. Apostles, prophets, preachers, teachers, evangelists all around you. Many of whom are about their business of their day, but some of whom are sensitive to God, knowing that God wants to use them to transform the life of someone that desperately needs his touch. Will you let him use you wherever you are? You cannot wait till Sunday morning You cannot wait till Wednesday night, till Tuesday night, till Friday night. God wants to use you right now, right there in the corner where you are. He wants to pour out his spirit on all flesh. He wants to use your voice, your ears, your time, your finances. He wants to use you. Will you let him use you? Will you yield yourself to him? Will you humble yourself and pray? Will you repent from your wicked ways? Will you turn from the darkness that is in your life and forget those things which are behind? Will you reach forward for the prize, for the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus? Will you let it go so God can give you greater? Surely, God is in this place, and we don't know it. We don't see the handwriting on the wall. We don't see the cloud about the size of a man's hand, letting us know of the abundance of rain that's about to come. We don't see the signs, the wonders in the earth. We don't see or hear about the... Fires that burn across the nation. The plague in the land. And we don't understand or know or understand or feel or realize the days that we live in. Propelling us closer and closer and closer and closer to the coming of the Lord. He said in his word, behold, he cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him and they that pierced him. And he's coming back for a church without a spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Don't miss him then. And don't miss him now. For the Lord is in this place. He's in that room where you are right now. That bedroom, that bathroom, that closet, that car, that boardroom. He's there right now. He's there right now where you sit on that airplane, in that seat of comfort and luxury. He's right there. Do you hear him? Do you see him? Do you discern him? Will you yield yourself to him in humility? that he might use you in this hour. This may be your last chance. I don't know. This may be your last hour. I don't know. He's calling for souls to come out of darkness, to come to the realization that Jesus Christ is alive and well, And he's coming back again for a church without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. The backbiting, the lying, the jealousy, the envy, the strife, the division, the chaos, the confusion. All of those things are going to cause a multitude to be left behind. Get your lamps trimmed and burning. For the Lord is soon to come. The Lord is in this place. Don't miss him. For he is soon to come. This is Elder Michelle saying, I will see you in the rapture one of these days. God bless you and you stay strong in the Lord until that great meeting in the sky. Amen. God bless your family and friends. This is Michelle with Mornings with Michelle. And I just want to share a few minutes of your time and give you the the word of the Lord that will help you through your day. It's from Philippians 4.13, which says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. That strength is the anointing of God upon you. And it is my prayer that that anointing will come upon you today and empower you to do whatever it is you have to do. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, this is my prayer. Listen to the message and be blessed. Mornings with Michelle. Bless your family and friends. This is Michelle with Mornings with Michelle. And I just want to share a few minutes of your time and give you the the word of the Lord that will help you through your day. It's from Philippians 4.13, which says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. That strength is the anointing of God upon you. And it is my prayer that that anointing will come upon you today and empower you to do whatever it is you have to do. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, this is my prayer. Listen to the message and be blessed. Mornings with Michelle. Greetings family and friends. This is Elder Michelle. Today I'd like to talk to you about the subject of faith. Faith is a subject that you've heard spoken of in church after church, setting after setting, throughout generations. And you may think you know everything there is to know about faith, but that cannot ever be true because faith is something that comes from God. And because we cannot know everything about God, we cannot possibly know everything about any subject that God talks about in his word. We're learning as we apply what we've already learned, as we take notes in our spirit, We learn and we add more to what we've already acquired in terms of our body of knowledge. And so I would hope today that as we talk about faith, that there'll be something that I'll say or that I'll share that will help you on this faith journey because that's what the journey is from earth to heaven. It's a faith journey. We start that faith journey once we are birthed into the kingdom of God. And from that point on, we continue to walk by faith, trusting in the Lord, leaning on his word, and just day by day, pressing through obstacles, hindrances, challenges, difficulty, sickness, death, disease, suffering, Whatever it is that we have to go through, we press through it, and we do it all by faith. So I'm going to read to you from chapter 11 of Hebrews, starting with the first verse. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And I'm not going to read that whole chapter right now, but that chapter goes on to delineate the various miracles and events that happened in our fathers of our faith because of faith i'll just read a couple and the next verse says in verse 2 for by it by faith the elders obtained a good report verse 3 says through faith We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Verse 4 says, By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it, he being dead, yet speaketh. Ah, oh, There's so much I want to say about that verse, but I will not say it now. I have another point I want to get to, and I really need you to hear this. Verse 5 says, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. But before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased god and verse 6 is the one i'm going to stop at it says but without faith it is impossible to please him him being god for he that cometh to god must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I'm gonna stop there. The reason I'm stopping there is because I want to focus on faith and why faith is the necessity of the Christian experience. The Word of God says that anything that is not of faith is sin. It says in the scriptures that we just read, verse one of Hebrew 11, that it is the substance of things that we hope for. It's the evidence of things we cannot see. So then the apostle said, show me your faith by your works and I'll show you my faith without works. Faith can be substantiated. And I may have misquoted that scripture, so I will come back and correct it. Um, The statement of of the Apostle Paul, he said he will show you his faith by his works, Show me your faith without works and I'll show you my faith by my works. So the work that we do is an indication of the faith that we have. And that's both naturally and spiritually. We do everything by faith. We get up out of the bed by faith. We sit in a chair by faith. We get in a car and drive by faith, trusting in the integrity of the person who built those various entities in our lives. Faith is substantiated by action. Faith can be substantiated. And when you talk about your faith being substantiated, you're literally saying that your faith has substance to it. Substance is anything that you can touch, see, feel, taste. Anything that you're able to detect with your senses is a substance. Now wait, so you're telling me that my faith can produce substance? Oh yes, it can. The substance of miracles is the faith of God working in you. When he says that you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength, God gives you the substance that you need to activate that event, that miracle, that happening so that what it is that you are doing indicates that faith is alive and well. I'll go back to the scripture where the word of God Speaks of Jesus and the miracles that he wrought. The Bible says when he saw their faith. You mean the faith was visible? You mean there was a substance to it? Yes. Your faith can be substantiated. The root word of substantiated is substance. Verse 11.1, 11.1, one. substance, the stuff of which something is made. Okay, I'm laying a foundation here because the word of God lets us know that anything that is not of faith is sin. And I'm bringing all these points out because the Lord brought something to my attention from the book of Romans. And I need to read that to you in its entirety. And I think I'm going to have to hold it till our next um, episode, episode two of this particular discussion on faith. And because I want you to hear more about faith and what the substance of faith produces, I'm going to go ahead and read the entirety of Hebrews chapter 11. Because I need you to know that faith produces results. It produces supernaturally, miraculously results in the heavenlies and in the earth realm. For the word of God says whatever you bind on earth, and you do that by faith, So binding is the process of taking a rope or a tie or some other device that renders something incapable of moving. Whatever you bind on earth, God will bind it in heaven. So if I'm binding the spirit of adversity in my home, my faith is being activated in the spirit realm And in the spirit realm, demonic activity is bound. And the power of that activity is broken because anything that is active but is bound, it is not working. It's not effective. It is not getting the job done that it is designed to do. If I bind up the switch on the remote so I can't flick it on and off, the remote will not work anymore. And that's in the natural. If I bind up the spirit at war against my mind, whether that spirit is depression, anxiety, fear, trauma, grief, And I bind it up in the spirit realm with my words. I speak out in faith the word of God, which says no weapon formed against me can prosper. And every tongue that would rise up against me in judgment, I would condemn. For that's my heritage. And because we know that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He's the one that stands there telling God, you know, that person doesn't deserve that. You know, he did this, he did that, she did this, she did that. When God says, speak to the hand, because the head and the heart of God is not listening. And when God raises his hand against the voice of the enemy and you bind him on earth, God raises his hand in heaven and says, cease and desist and leave my child alone. You got to believe that when you exercise faith. You got to trust and you've got to obey and you've got to work this word enough talk about faith when there's no demonstration. Enough talk about believing when your works say you don't believe. When your actions say you don't believe. When your prayers say you don't believe. When the results say you don't believe. Miracles happen every day. When God sees our faith, changes take place every day. When God sees our faith, healing happens every day. When God sees our faith, storms cease. Mountains stop moving or move at the word of the believer when god sees our faith those mountains move demons tremble and the power of god stands behind the word of god to execute righteousness in the earth realm when god sees our faith it is the substance of things we hope for it is the evidence of things that we cannot see but God sees faith when it's in operation and when it's in operation he will do the miracle that you desire and need him to do But he cannot operate where there's a spirit of unbelief, of doubt, of worry, of double mindedness, of instability in your faith. He said, Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We're not depending upon our might. We're depending upon the word and the promises of God, which are yea, and they are amen to the glory of God. If He spoke it, He'll bring it to pass. You have got to believe that. You've got to stand on that. And you cannot waver. You must believe. This is Elder Michelle, and my time is up, and we'll have to continue this in episode two. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. Substantiate for God that you have faith in him, and step out on the water if you believe that God told you to do it Do it and he will back you up. If he told you not to do it, don't do it or you will sink. In Hebrews 11, the things that happened that were miraculous were all done because faith was in operation. I ask you my friend what is an operation in your life right now that is an indication of your faith walk you need to journal it you need to walk about it talk about it be about it see about it live about it faith because anything else is sin and you need to call on God and ask him to forgive you and he will faith nevertheless when the son of man comes will he find faith in the earth this is elder michelle we're going to pick this up later because I want to talk to you about the COVID virus and I want to talk to you about the things that are being done in the earth realm to protect people from this virus and what you should do or shouldn't do or should you do anything or what does that say about you? Listen to the next episode and we'll get into that discussion. Until then, bow your heads with me in a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you repenting of our sinfulness, our lack of faith, and our inability to trust you. Repenting of our frailty of spirit and mind, our emotional instability where we don't believe you in all things that you have promised us. And we waver and we doubt. Forgive us. Help us to exercise faith and trust you. And believe your word in all things bless this people bless this hearer wherever they may be give them renewed uh, strength by vitality help them now in their faith journey we have a ways to go before we reach heaven and yet some this may be their last hour or their last day i pray for mercy and grace for every hearer and everyone with whom each person is connected to, that you would strengthen them, help them, heal them, deliver them, set them free, and most importantly, save their souls that they escape a burning hell. In Jesus' name, this is my prayer, and I thank you for these blessings, for they are ours. Amen and amen. God bless you. This has been Elder Michelle. Thank you for hanging in there with me. Didn't mean to keep you quite this long, but I pray that if you're on your journey to work or school or bed or waking up, that you've enjoyed these 20 minutes with me as we talked about faith. Again, tune in next time for we're going to talk about this virus and what God wants you to do talk to you real soon. Bye-bye. Elder Michelle here with part two of now faith is I'm going to read to you the entirety of chapter 11 of Hebrews from the King James Bible and I just want you to listen to this word and let it soak deep into your soul because the word of God says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God reading again from Hebrews chapter 1 starting I'm sorry chapter 11 beginning with verse 1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen for by it the elders obtained a good report through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear by faith abel offered Unto God, a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Oh, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him by faith noah being warned of god of things not seen as yet moved with fear prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith by faith abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as a strange, as a, in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder And maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one of him as good as dead. So many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. All these died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say, such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is a heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten Son.